Hello, listeners. I'm back. Sorry I've been gone for so long. I just needed a, a little bit of a break. We had a bunch of family events going on and, and different things happening at the holiday. I just needed uh, a couple weeks to um, one one heal from my my foot wound or whatever you want to call it, my foot problem, and, and to just um, focus on family and, and different events and different things going on right now. So uh, that's where I've been, but I'm here. I'm back. I, I did record a couple episodes for For Reels and I uh, was able to do that, which is nice. But that was mainly I, I wanted to do that because we haven't done any episodes really for so long and uh, Dips was available. So I, I said, let's just let's just do it. Even though I'm taking a break, let's let's do it. And uh, now we have another one scheduled. So I think we're going to be kicking that back up again, which is nice. But, um, man, a year ago we were in Italy and, uh, now we're here. It feels just as hot here as it was back then in Italy. It's, it's been impressive, but, um, I digress. So, uh, today I'm not, I'm not talking about a lot. I'm just kind of, uh, going over, um, you know, there's, there's things in the background happening right now, uh, really big things. So uh, I'm pretty excited about, uh, the future. And, um, I didn't have time to prep anything really only because, uh, my mind is all over the place with, uh, with things that I'll talk about, uh, in the future when, once I get everything kind of ironed out, um, and, and I know more, uh, right now I, ha- I have a pretty good idea of, of what's going to happen, but I'm not positive. So, um, yeah, I, I, as soon as I know, I'll let you know, and uh, we'll go from there. But it's good; it, it should be really good, actually. And uh, yeah, my, my family is excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's been a long time coming, so um, yeah, I, I don't want to get any, give any more away. But uh, how many times have I said "but" in this? It's only been two minutes and thirty seconds. Anyhow, <laughs> just a fancier "but." Um, speaking of butts, <laughs> where's this podcast going? Um, I, I'm going to do a patent and, uh, it's, it's mainly because, uh, like I said, I didn't really prep anything. Uh, there's other things going on in the world as far as, uh, what I normally talk about. I mean, there's stuff going on with DC, Marvel, there's some big news, but I'm not positive that's actually happening. Um, there's, there's rumors that they're putting a stop to, all production of Star Wars and Marvel movies and television shows that are supposed to go directly to Disney Plus. I don't know what that means for the future of movies going to theaters, but I think that they're just trying to iron things out this this moment. Does that have something to do with the writer strikes and the actors strikes? I don't know. 
it, it kind of seems like Bob Iger, uh, who is the CEO of uh, Disney for the second time, is either trying to figure out why things aren't working, you know, because the last few releases have been very disappointing compared to the past. Or is it because maybe streaming isn't what they were hoping it would be? Maybe it's just um, things are getting muddled. Maybe things aren't working the way they were supposed to. I don't know. My opinion in it, on it is maybe it has something to do with writing. You know, maybe it has something to do with... And this is, again, just opinion. I haven't, I don't know anything, but it just seems like things aren't working because the story is not there. And maybe that's one of the reasons why the writer strike's happening. Who knows? You know, obviously they're coming to terms with, with different things and um, AI is becoming a, a, an issue for them, which that, that is understandable. I, absolutely. Uh, we've talked about that before, but um, maybe there's also, uh, Content isn't there, you know, and, and you're, you're really not doing anything new, not producing anything new. And you're not, I don't know, you're alienating a lot of people with different messages and, and it just seems like it's all directed in one way. And it's like, well, you have all these other people that are, you know, are, were buying tickets for a long time and now they're just suddenly not. So maybe we need to relook at that. Again, that's opinion. Don't know anything. But anyway, there's another but. Speaking of butts, let's go to King, where is this? Lenore, Tennessee. <laughs> Mr. Joe Armstrong in January 4th of 2000 sent a patent in for, <laughs> I don't even want to give you the name because it just kind of gives everything away, but here it is. User-operated amusement apparatus for kicking the user's buttocks. That's the name of it. And it was patented in September of 2001. Didn't take them long <laughs> to say, oh yeah, this looks good. Uh, here's the abstract. An amusing apparatus including a user-operated and controlled apparatus for self-infliction of repetitive blows to the user's buttocks by plurality, plurality of elongated arms bearing flexible extensions that rotate under the user's control. The apparatus includes a platform foldable at a midsection, having first post and second upstanding post detachably mounted thereon. The first post is provided with a crank positioned at a height thereon, which requires the user to bend forward toward the first post while grasping the crank with both hands to prominently present his buttocks toward the second post. <laughs> the second post is provided with a plurality of rotating arms detachably mounted thereon, with a central axis of the rotating arms positioned at a height generally level with the user's buttocks. The elongated arms are propelled by the user's movement of the crank, which is operatively connected by a drivetrain to the central axis of the rotating arms. Sorry, As the user rotates the crank, the user's buttocks are paddled by flexible shoes located on each outboard end of the elongated arms to provide amusement to the user and viewers of the paddling. <laughs> this is for sorry. The amusement apparatus is foldable into a self-contained package for storage and shipping and or shipping. I'm sorry. Um, all right. 
it's a big apparatus. Uh, so the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight pages are all pictures. This isn't the most I've ever seen out of any of the patents when it comes to the drawings and the explanations of the drawings. There's a lot going on in this thing. Um, what, how, if you couldn't get it from what I just said, which is probably because of the way I said it, the um, it's okay. There, there's two posts. There's a crank on one where your arms go forward, kind of like a rowing machine, but not no, not a rowing machine. What is that? I don't, like a. It's like you're like a. What am I trying to say? It's like pedals for your feet, but or pedals for your hands, right? Like a bicycle pedals. There is a machine. I know there's a machine with that where you're you're cranking as well as moving your legs, right? I don't know, but anyway. You're, that's one post and the other post has, um, it's a spindle, basically a large spindle with four arms. Each one has a boot on it and it's <laughs> aptly positioned so that it, it kicks you with the boots as you're pumping away on the, the pedals. So, um, the hand pedals and then underneath there, those two posts are attached by um, I, I got a, a, a series of pulleys and it looks like that you can have either underneath or overhead as far as where you have the pulley system set, set up. I don't know how this is foldable and, <laughs> um, movable. I, it just, it, it looks like a big thing. It's, it looks like a room. Like this is, you need a room for this thing. And if you're going to be doing this in front of other people for their amusement, what is the point of this thing? <laughs> what is, I don't like this. <laughs> um, this is okay. So that's kind of what it looks like. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll get to pick, I'll use the, uh, an image for uh, Instagram. No green eggs podcast. And, uh, you can, you can take a look at it. <laughs> it's funny. It's quite funny. So let's, let's figure out why, why are we doing this? So moving along to the background of the invention, as you all know, is usually the first part after the, the summary of it. Um, this, Okay. Field of invention, number one. The invention relates to a user-operated amusement apparatus. More specifically, the invention relates to an amusement apparatus including a user-operated and controlled plurality of rotating members of self-kicking the user's buttocks. We already know that. Okay. Description of the related art, number two. I mean, I don't know if... Do we really need to get through that? Let's, let's see. We might skip this. Prior art devices include individual spanking devices that must be reloaded or reset after each individual spanking action. This is a thing that's happened before. <laughs> Prior art devices. I don't. Okay. Moving on. Typical prior art devices provide a paddle that can pivot once upon being triggered to spank a hand or buttocks of the user. In US patent number 920. Comma 837 issued to De Moulin. A device is 
disclosed for lifting and spanking of the user for secret society initiation ceremonies. <laughs> That's fantastic. The device includes a trick lifting machine having a spring member lever and manual actuation for triggering the paddle release. The actuation by a re user releases the spring member pivoting the paddle and striking the user straddled over the device. The spring and paddle are reset after each actuation. So they had a device at one point used apparently for cults that would allow for spanking, but only one spank. So this person was like, well, what if we want to spank them multiple times? But instead of spanking, what if we wanted to kick them? Why? Let's find out. This and other known devices of the type disclose spring-activated individual paddle actions that must be reset, alter each contact with the user. Okay, that must be after. With associated repositioning of the user in a posture to accept the in next individual paddle action. Yeah, it's definitely after. Therefore, it is an object of the present invention to provide an amusement apparatus which is user-operated and controlled and is designed to inflict repetitive blows on the user without resetting of the apparatus and or repositioning of the user between blows. It is another object of the present invention to provide an amusement apparatus. Why amusement apparatus? This is what I want to find out. <sighs> having a user-controlled crank regu regulating the frequency and force of the blows inflicted upon the user's buttocks. So not only are you being humiliated, but you have to be humiliating yourself. Or is it like flagellation? Like instead of whipping, you're kicking yourself. It doesn't... I don't know. Looking at, looking at the apparatus, such a weird name, right? But looking at it, it doesn't look like... It would hurt that much. Plus, it's there's nothing holding you in place. So if you're getting kicked by this machine, it's self-inflicted. So you can just move out of the way. I mean, uh, I can find, I, I know one serious problem that can occur for men. <laughs> and um, this does not, this isn't, this isn't a good, good device. Uh, it is another object of the present invention to provide an amusement apparatus for self-inflicting repetitive blows to a user and which is foldable into a self-containing package for storage or shipping. It doesn't, it's not, it's not, it doesn't look like that at all. I mean, these posts are bolted in. The bar that's either underneath or above your head is hidden by boards and that it's long. It has to be long enough to, um, to go from post to post. I, I, how is this foldable? This makes no sense whatsoever. Brief summary of the invention. I don't know. We, an amusement apparatus that includes a self-operated and controlled device for self-infliction of repetitive blows to the user's buttocks, including a polarity of rotating. So this is just, we, we already know this part. Um, brief description of several views of drawings. We don't need to do that. Detailed description of the invention. Okay. And this is more of each piece. This is not helping. Um, that's I okay. Uh, I'm gonna skip a lot of this because it just goes over the different details of each individual piece, and there are a lot of. I mean, I'm looking 62 different. It looks like 62. 
62 different figures inside of this, but it looks like it's made up of like 10 parts. So I don't know what they're talking about. Um, we're not going to, I'm not going to do that to you and I don't want to read it. So let's skip ahead to a point where I don't see any, oh, there's 73, 73 different points. Jeez. Okay. Um, one skilled in the art will recognize that a visual, what art? that a visual display in the form of an LCD display can connect to the drivetrain and can provide the rotational speed of rotating arms that strike the user's buttocks and or a display of the number of paddles or shoes connect contacting the user's buttocks per unit of time. Mechanical components which support the system are illustrated for clarity only and other embodiments could be utilized without interfering with the objects and advantages of the present invention. Oh, from the foregoing description, advantages will be recognized by those skilled in the art for the amusement apparatus, including a user-controlled cranking apparatus positioned on a platform with a drivetrain delivering rotational movement generated by an operation of a crank position on a first post to a plurality of plu plurality. I don't know how that's spelled. I'm sorry, <laughs> or uh, pronounced of rotating arms bearing flexible extensions for self-paddling the user's buttocks. I, we've been through this before. There, in these patents, you repeat the same thing over and over again. And for the reader, it gives nothing. It tells you nothing. We don't know anything. Why? Why is this? That, that is what I want to know. Why? Other than for Colts. But that was, it didn't say that this is what that was for. They just said that in the past, there was an invention that was used to slap people for the use of, I'm sorry, they said secret societies. It's a cult. But we don't know what this one's for. Is this supposed to take place of that? We don't know. The word amusement? Amusement. <laughs> Which suggests otherwise. There's a lot inside that word. And it's used, I'm looking at this particular page and I see amusement at least 12 times, just, just glancing. Okay. All right. Anyway, one advantage of the amusement apparatus is that the rate of cranking and the rate of self-paddling is directly controlled by the user with no significant delays and transmission of rotational movement provided by the user and no significant delays for resetting the apparatus or repositioning the user. The amusement Apparatus is operated by one user for self-kicking the user's buttocks or an alternate, an alternative embodiment allows one user to operate the crank while a second person positions himself to receive a paddling of his buttocks for entertainment of observers. Okay, side note. This is, I think it's just for men. <laughs> so ladies, you're free of the embarrassment or ridicule of whatever it is intended for. You don't have to be a part of it, apparently. Moving on. The amusement uh, apparatus is configured into at least two subunits connected by hinges for ease of assembly and disassembly. An alternative embodiment provides more than two subunits for variable sizing of the platform to fit the space allowed for the apparatus at local fairs, parades, circuses, or other gatherings of persons. So you can have this at church. While a preferred embodiment is shown, I, I added that part. That wasn't written. It's just, I'm inferring. 
While a preferred embodiment is shown and described, it will be understood that it is not intended to limit the disclosure, but rather it is intended to cover all modifications and, altern and alternate methods falling within the spirit and the scope of the invention as defined in the appended claims. One skilled in the art, <laughs> this is not an art, <laughs> will recognize variations in associated alternative embodiments. The foregoing description should not be limited to the description of the embodiment of the invention contained herein. Having thus described the aforementioned invention, I claim, okay, let's see, is this going to tell us? One, an amusement apparatus operated and controlled by a user comprising, colon, a platform having a first end and a second end. This is not telling us anything. This is just going over the thing again. The, uh, Let's skip down. Whereby as the user bends forward. Nope. Two, the amusement apparatus, apparatus of claim one. Claim one, I'm sorry. If you didn't get what I was just saying, it's just explaining everything it's already explained before. What it's doing. Okay. Wherein, where, wherein, sorry, wherein each outboard end of each rotating arm includes a pliable paddle mountable thereon. The Number three. The amusement apparatus of claim one, wherein each outboard end of each rotating arm includes a flexible shoe mountable thereon. Uh, this is, okay, so they, they mention it four times. Then they set aside time to give it more detail, even though I think we've got enough detail. And then they break it down even simpler for you in case you didn't get it from the pictures and the 40 times that they mentioned it. That's what this all is. So that's, oh man, oh, it keeps going. <laughs> Six, the amusement apparatus of claim one here, where inside drivetrain comprises first pulley. Okay, this is still explaining the same thing. 12, 13, 14, and end. There, okay, so we have no closure with this one. We don't know why this is invented. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay um man i've never been just so disappointed with one of these things <laughs> as i am with this one right now why what is this for i have never seen this in practice it's only a drawing it is patented has it actually come to fruition i don't know let's find out right now so um uh, user operated amusement apparatus Okay, let's let's do this for kicking it. Okay, let's just, I don't know. Anyway, okay. All right, Google, what do you got for me? It's just give me the patents. 10 zany patents. This was, this, okay. I don't see, oh, this is 2018. Wacky patent, okay. It's all wacky patents. All right. A Brief History of Butt-Kicking Machine by Vice. That's, okay. So this actually shows the original. Very interesting. This is, this is more fun. Um, <laughs> so this has a gentleman dressed pretty nicely uh, in a three-piece suit, sans blazer, blindfolded, bending over on a platform, holding himself steady with one hand and then with the other hand has his, it's clasping, which looks like kind of like a lever behind him attached to the platform is a big paddle 
that looks like if you pull down on the lever, it slaps him straight on the 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 buttocks. Um, okay, this is this is awesome. Okay, all right, here we go. 2007, Craigslist post looking for people to test out a new invention he built. Uh, this is Mike Stamps of San Clemente, California. Duties involve sustained blows to the rear by different brands of shoes attached to a rotating Ferris wheel device. You know why there's different brands of shoes? It's because he wasn't going to buy 14 pairs of one shoe. Because I'm looking at this. This has four. This has eight. This is, He doubled the amount of shoes that you put on this machine. He's not going to buy four pairs of shoes that are the same. He's not spending money. This is, okay, there's men's shoes. There's women's shoes. There's high heels. There's boots. There's a flip-flop. <laughs> This is whatever Mike had around. Uh, it's attached to this. He built this wooden apparatus. It looks quite heavy. This is not mobile. This is not. This is not from the patent. This is something else. It, there's a bike. Here we go. This is nice. This is for you to torture somebody else because somebody sits on this uh, little ledge and uses pedals from a bike. It looks like he took away the wheels and the frame of this bike and just put on the pedal system and the chain system in the back and attach it to this so that someone is pedaling from that seated position, seated position, not seated, that's not how you say that, and someone else is standing in front of this apparatus bent over backwards so that the person can kick them repeatedly. I mean, this this one would hurt. Okay, that's a pointy high heel. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I don't like any of this, but I definitely don't like that. Okay. Um let's let's find out what's going on. I came across Stamps dazzling feat of I <laughs> can't say that word. Ingenuity after spiraling down a rabbit hole kicked off by what is probably the greatest patent in all of US history. It's for butt kicking machine. In fact, several butt kicking machines have been patented over the past century plus. What? It's a rich tradition. <laughs> <laughs> who is this person? I got to give this person credit. Jordan Pearson. This was uh, written in 2017. The patent that kicked off my journey is from 2004 for manually self-operated butt-kicking machine and filed by one J. Reese Levitt. Levitt describes it as such. This is obviously after. I don't know. How? How is that? I guess they just, they changed it. All right, let's read. The user sits on the bench with his posterior centered over the hole. A seatbelt holds the user in place. There is a kicking mechanism located below the hole, which has a boot attached to it. When the user operator pulls the hand operated lever, the boot kicks the user's posterior through the hole in the bench. This is more like, okay, this is a torture device. This is the... The if you remember the scene from, um, which one was that? It was one of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. It was the first one, right, where he's playing cards, and Mads Mikkelsen has him strapped to a chair, and is doing horrible things with. It looks what was it like a a rope with a knot on it? That's what this looks like. That's not a self-operated butt kicking machine. This is a torture device. <laughs> Okay, let's keep going. But as I mentioned, Levitt, do you remember what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> so those of you that have seen it, which one was that? That was, uh, no, Quantum was the second one. 
Um, what is it? Uh, James Bond. It wasn't called James Bond. Um, all right. It was the first one. First one with Daniel Craig. It slipped my mind. All right. But as I mentioned, Levitt was hardly the first American inventor to come up with a machine that kicks butt. Man. He says something else. The earliest example of a patented butt-kicking machine might be the initiating device patented in 1900 by brothers and brothers. Of course, it's two guys. Edmund and Ulysses de Maloon. Okay, that's the one we were just talking about at the top. The de Maloon brothers made a living by inventing trick devices like the automatic water cooler for initiating purposes that shoots a stream of water in the unsuspecting victim's eyes. So these guys, these, these they must have been like masons, right? I mean, these, these guys are sadistic. <laughs> so they just, they just came up with torture devices for the purposes of initiating into a cult. That's it. Their butt kicker is a good deal more complicated than Levitt's invention since it's designed to look like weightlifting equipment. The victim tries to do some deadlifts, but instead of doing a rep, they get slapped in the butt. <laughs> Simpler times. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that drawing. This actually looks like it's way more involved. This old one. This is the one I was talking about. The, the man's on the platform. Oh, okay. He doesn't have a lever. Okay. So now I can see the picture better. It's it's handles as they're bent over. So he can't move. Well, he can move. He just lets go or just moves his butt. But he's held into position by his hands, holding onto these two posts down close to the platform. So he's holding onto that. Underneath the platform, this is like a, a four to six inch high platform. Underneath, that's where you have the pulley system and everything. And it looks it looks way more intricate than the patent in 2001. And this looks, uh, there's something going on with this one. This is crazy. Not to mention, I'm looking at the, the, um, the signatures. They have the signatures on this, this little picture. And I, I think this is the one I want to put on to, uh, to Instagram. It's just so unique. Uh, and like the signatures, the Edmund, the, 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 the Maloon brothers, uh, such nice signatures. Okay. Anyway, that's off topic. In 1908, Ulysses patented a butt kicking machine. This is Ulysses de Moulin patented a butt kicking machine similar to the initiating device he and his brother designed, but with the caveat that it was a general purpose combined lifting and spanking machine. <laughs> no longer was it purely for the amusement of the well-to-do in their clubs. Obviously. Um, yeah, you got to get this into every home. But the De Moulins were outdone in the same year by another inventor, Isaac Mamau of Pittsburgh. Previously, Mamau, that's a fun name, invented a staple setter in 1893 and co-invented a sprinkler for holy water in 1896. But in the early 1900s, he dedicated his efforts to improving the Damoulin's initiation device. Yeah, you got to improve it. Mamaus, okay. So I know it's not Mama because it's actually M-A-M-A-U-X. So Mamau. Um, Mamau's device also looked like a workout machine, but was far more deceptive. While the Damoulin's device had a large and obvious paddle hanging off the back, Mamau's invention was, this is such a fun word, invention was self-contained and discreet. It also sprayed water in the victim's face and hit them in the nuts. Oh, man. <laughs> as well as the butt. Like I said, simpler times. <laughs> this is... Okay, yeah, so I see what he means. So 
the lever instead of in the okay, not the lever. The the positioning of the the butt kicker is not in the back coming up at your butt. It's from the front coming up at an angle. So that's how it would get all of that area. I think that it would get less butt <laughs> looking at it and then sprays them in the face. This is a horrible thing. <laughs> what is with these people? Okay, compared to the intricate creations of the Damalin brothers and Mamau, the butt-kicking robots of more recent times are, well, crude. Really? Levitt's invention isn't for playing pranks so much as just standing there, kicking yourself in the butt, and yucking it up. As another example of this dumbing down of butt-kicking machinery, we only need to look to one Joe Armstrong. Okay, this is what we were talking about and we went over earlier. I, I honestly like the other ones better, <laughs> except the last one. Uh, there are a few other butt-kicking butt-kicking adjacent inventions kicking around the U.S. patent office, but that's the past. Butt-kicking is about the future, and a quick YouTube search will show you that there's no shortage of people out there eager to innovate in the buttocks impact industry. Why? It's funny. You bleep. Um, that's what he says, not me. Yeah. Um, this is a thing, and it's a bigger thing than either of us, any of us realized unless some of you out there knew about these things i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say it's um no i mean not, none of us knew about this <laughs> wow um this article by uh mr pearson is six years old so i don't know if anything has come out since um, but i'm assuming it has <laughs> just because Wow, what an amazing, amazing device that still, we still don't know what it's for, other than we have to assume it's it's just for cults and for, for people to just humiliate others. I, I'm sure there's some kink th things. Hey, I don't want to get into that. That's not what this is about. Um, but the, I don't like any of it. <laughs> I don't like any of this. Oh, wow. All right. Um, I'm not going back to the other one. This one is, uh, yeah. All right. So there you go. Just, uh, if you want to build yourself a butt kicking machine, apparently it's a big craze. So, uh, if you come up with a better one than what we described in this podcast, um, yeah, get it patented, you know, let it get out there. <laughs> I think we, we do need to come up with one that is, is actually, um, foldable and can be brought around places without, you know, um, too much effort. That's what, that's what this, this device is, is, is lacking. This is what people desperately need at this point is a device that you can humiliate other people with or yourself in front of others, but that is mobile and you can bring to your neighbor's house or to, to a party, or like I said before, to church or to as uh, apparently circuses, even though I don't think that's a thing anymore. And to uh, fairs. We don't have any of those around here. Um, so where could we, no, we, it would have to be, I guess the mall. I guess instead of busking on the streets of Manhattan, you could just do this and see if people pay you. <laughs> so there you go. You're looking for a money-making opportunity. Um, kick your own butt with a machine. There you go. That's a, that's a PSA.
from your friend, Sam. I am. I hope that, uh, I hope we've, we've all learned something today. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, uh, thank you for listening to this obnoxious episode and, um, I will have something for next week. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get back into a regular routine and, uh, yeah, uh, look forward to the episode of, um, for reals that's coming out this week. Uh, we had a special guest, uh, my brother, and we talked about a movie called the color out of space based on the short story by HP Lovecraft. It was uh, starring Nicholas Cage, not the Lovecraft version. Um, this one. And, um, it was very interesting. You should check it out. Uh, I would check it out before you see the, or listen to the episode. If you are able, um, my brother-in-law, no, you should probably just listen to the episode. You're not going to want to see this movie, but you are going to want to listen to the episode because it'd be fun. But for the rest of you that have the opportunity and time to watch a movie, you should check, take a look at that. The color out of space and with Nicolas Cage came out in 2019 and then listen to the episode. Uh, if you can, if not, you know, listen to the episode, then go back and watch it. But it's, it's definitely worth the viewing, but dips and I learned a lot after speaking to my, my brother about it. Uh, he's, it's one of his favorite movies and he gets, um, he knows basically all the, uh, all the behind the scenes things that, uh, has been recorded out there. And, um, he definitely gave us a wealth of knowledge when, when it came to, to that movie. So, and, and the story itself. So, oh, and there's a, uh, never mind. Just listen to the episode. You'll get it. Um, take a look at, uh, Instagram, no green eggs podcast. Send me a message. If there's something you want to talk about, and um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening, even though I've been gone for a while and um, continuing to be so faithful because I, I do have a lot of faithful listeners out there and I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And uh, until next week or next time, hopefully next week, I'm planning next week. See you, not see you.